right now. Uh, yeah, actually, this is, uh, this is the this is my first sermon as the as you officially your pastor, and uh, it is a is a little bit of an uh, interesting time because uh, we we have we have this sermon series of sharing a common life together, um, sharing a, a common life together with here, but we're sharing a common life in Jesus, and so I think I'm going to go pretty fast over the first ones. Sharing a common life, union with God. Um, God called us into fellowship with His Son Jesus Christ, our Lord is faithful. The notion that we can't do anything if God is not working through us, but He is in us. But, but we need Him to do it. Communion with God, we can be with God. We can, he actually wants to be with us. Fellowship and community, and we can be together as a fellowship. Like we all respond individually, but as soon as we are saved, we're saved into the whole body of Christ. Spiritual fellowship. It's not just a fellowship around uh, soccer games, football games, whatever. There's this, we are together because we are in Christ together, so we are together. So there should be an, also an encouragement of spiritual things in our relationships together. Partnership in the Gospel was last week, uh, the last time I spoke. Um, and uh, and that's about partnering with other people that are spreading the gospel to the end of the earth. And then, today, we're going to talk about why you should give me money, uh, which is weird. And I stand uh, just as uh, confused uh, as uh, Luther and other people uh, that, has on, that has seen that misused. Um, if you were here a long time ago, Lee and I were very... Uh, I think we erred, erred to the other side. That we are, we had even a hard time taking offerings because we didn't want to be associated with some, with people who were doing it for the money, um, and so, uh, so why am I then doing this sermon today? Well, I'm doing this sermon because I think I have also grown over time to understand that I need to preach and teach the scriptures faithfully, whether whether it is comfortable for me or you. So today is a little bit uncomfortable for me because it has something to do with me. Um, but uh, nevertheless, I want to teach and preach the scriptures faithfully. And when they talk about uh, the verse we have today in Galatians 6, 6, uh, we have to talk about what that means. Let the one who is taught in the word share in all good things with the one who teaches. Um, and so we have to talk, we are going to talk about that today. And we're going to talk a lot about giving, a lot about partnership, a lot about like why do we even give. Um, and just to know the first part of the talk. Oh, there. Um, we've been going through this uh, book, it's called Koninian Biblical Fellowship. And so this part share is Kuninio, which is like a, a oh help me out the literature majors. It's a it's an uh, it's some form of the word. Um, so there we have have that. So it's we're doing the the we're doing a word study on that. So we've come to the part where uh, Paul is asking the Galatians and encouraging the people to be well. The people that serve in preaching the word to them, 
they should also share, uh, people should share back with them what they have. And so it's a, reading a bunch of commentaries on this from old people to new people, it's really interesting to see that it all, effect, it all affects their view on this, where, what, uh, what time they live in. So, uh, I, like I said to Luther, he had a problem with it because he had seen it really abused in the Catholic Church. How they built great buildings and he saw people take money from poor people and all sorts of things. So he had a hard time with that, but he also said, well, there's another part um, where it can fall into the other side and that the, the people that are supposed to be teaching, they, they, are, they don't have anything. So there's this tension between those two. We'll get to that a little bit later. Um, so, yeah, so we're at sharing with the, your local ministry. So it's not just about you, or about me. This verse I talked about uh, three weeks ago as well. Super important, I believe, um, because here Jesus is talking about this is going to affect us uh, a lot. Do not lay out for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves can break in and steal. But lay out for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not bring in. Because we are treasurous, so also your heart will be. When we're talking about the local fellowship, well, I'm going to get ahead of myself and say, like, Luther and me and other people, I don't want your money. I have never wanted your money. And I don't think God wants your money because God wants everything in the whole world. No, what God wants is your heart. And as you're investing in who Jesus is and who God is, and if you invest in your local ministry, your heart will follow. Then your heart will be with the local ministry. Your you getting to know God better. You investing in time, money. We talk about money here, but also time, your talents. Your heart will be for the local church. And you will get a, a treasure nobody can take away. I also believe you will get a lot more joy and trust in who God is. I think I messed up my notes here, but uh, let me see. Yeah, so it's, it's about investment and partnership, investing in the fellowship and partnership. So this is a little bit of a uh, how today can go bad. So Paul's going to talk about how you cannot muscle an ox without training out the grave. He quotes Deuteronomy, and he does this three times in the New Testament, and most people are like, what is he talking about? And well, let's, uh, let's read. And he said, uh, Let the elders rule well, consi uh, be considered uh, worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the preaching and teaching. For the scripture says, You shall not muscle an ox when it treads out the grain. Muscling an ox is like putting stuff <coughs> on the uh, uh, ox's mouth so it cannot eat. And, and then on the other time, you have a gentleman. I'll get to deathling in a, just a, a second. Um, so, well, I just get to it now. Uh, get to the deathling now. Okay, so 
why did I have a problem asking people to give to God and that? That's because of people with dead babies. And some people have three. And I got agitated just to talk about it. Because there's a false gospel out there where people are giving and giving and giving and then pastors have three jetplanes. I think that's insane. I don't think God has ever blessed that. I think it's weird. I think you... I think God has called us to be stewards for what He's given. I have a hard time seeing what three jetplanes has to do with anything. But then you know where I come from. But also, then it's not going to the other extreme and say, well, I don't, I don't think, I have been in the, let's say, I have been in some meetings where uh, it talks about, well, we don't really need a pastor, or we don't need to help the pastor, we don't, he doesn't need to, that's the other extreme of like, we can do this stuff ourselves, like he shouldn't get paid for what he's doing. Well, that's the other extreme. And I read a commentary that said something and I actually thought it was really clear. He said that, you know, investing in somebody to take that, to take that job would be a better investment for you in the long run, both spiritually. So I thought this, that's a good way to have. But what I really want to come back to is I want to come back to this verse. And guys, you, you know this so well probably, most of you. Some of you know this very well. So, for God so loved the world, that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. So God is, the, God is the most generous of all. He gives Himself, He gives His Son. So we see Jesus also giving, He comes here and He gives Himself for us and to glorify God. We have, just like we've been talking about, we have a loving, caring, just, giving God. And God, He's forming us into the image of Jesus. What has that to do with money and giving? Well, in trusting God and not money, we show that by giving, or by giving, we show that we trust God more than we trust money. So there's a, somebody who's a smiler than me. Count, they counted up how many times Jesus talks about money. And it amounts to like 25%. So you can see that human heart is really occupied with money. Now and then. Well, what could be one of some of the reasons for that? Well, it's because maybe, maybe then and now, it's because... Money becomes the thing we so easily trust in instead of God. I think it was like maybe two or three, he was talking about, well, how many of us is just looking at the bank again one more time and says like, oh, I'm fine. I remember sometimes going to work, you know, I need my keys. I need my keys, my phone, and my wallet. Then I can't fail today. And it's like, if I didn't have my wallet, I didn't feel like I was okay. There's so many things that can happen during a day that your wallet can't help you. And there's so many things that money cannot do for you. We can only put our whole faith and trust in who God is. The interesting thing, just pondering these things, I believe that God, He calls us into freedom. 
He calls us into freedom. He's asking us to part with our local ministry, but it's really freedom. He's asking us to give away and invest money in something, in something that he, you and He enjoys. The spreading of the word and the preaching. Investing in somebody like me, uh, and you are doing, and I gotta say, thank you. Uh, you are not the evil people. I feel all your love, and as uh, Joseph would say every time with the budget, you're doing a great job. Uh, so continue to do that. To equip you, and so you can live out your, your life for Christ every day. And so this is, we, we come back to, if, if we read some part of God where we not, maybe are not totally agreeing or uh, something, we have to look back and say, well, if all God's commandments are for our goods and for our encouragement, if it's all for our joy and for His glory, if God is the good Father that He is, and His ways and commandments are always leading us into joy and holiness in Him, and he's a guy who doesn't die. You saw back in the financial crisis that the Mammon died. Not for long, he came right back. But we had a period where a lot of people lost a lot of things. A lot of investments, a lot of money just vanished into the 15 year. And people were mourning the loss of Mammon, the God of money. He's back now again, but uh, was dead for a while. But the Almighty God created earth, earth he never died. He's always there. He's a lot more trustworthy than that. And also, the investments that you made back in the 2000s in the financial crisis, the ones you made in your local ministry, the ones where you gave in worship and you gave in love, those never disappeared. They're still right there. The safest place you can ever get. And I was just like, I, I was reflecting as I was doing this, and I was reflecting at that. And if you just think with me, just to, maybe you close your eyes just uh, one moment if that's good the way you're thinking. Because I was thinking through. Think about all the time, all the things that you have given, all the money that you have given to this church, to other places where you are just believing God that you were doing a good thing and you were worshiping Him through giving. Have you ever regretted that? Have you ever regretted giving anything away? Was that the money that you were missing at any point in time? In my short life was, in my fantastic life with Jesus, um, I was a changed person. He, he came in and changed my life totally. I was a little bit of a, just a young, greedy kid. I remember my, even my Danish teacher saying, and he was, he was describing, uh, my Danish teacher, he was describing how we are actually fallen. And he said, uh, what happens when you go out and you make the fight slick for everyone? Uh, oh, and um, when you go out or you pour a portion for your family of candy or something, which, which bowl is always the biggest? <laughs> and I thought it's so, it's so uh, Now looking back on it, it's so funny because he, he, he points out our 
Selfishness. And I was just like that as a young, young man. Meeting God was fantastic. I was, uh, I, I did not, nothing interesting in me just changed the day over. But I can just humbly say that the Lord has really changed me a lot in the parts of giving. And really having this heart of like wanting to give. And, and just the joy, the joy that it is to give, the joy that it is to see people receive. The joy that, that we, we get from seeing, okay, we're investing, we are, I'm worshiping with my money, I'm giving to this. So what does that have to do with anything? Well, today we're talking about giving, and it was funny, we also had the budget at the same time. I also said, I don't want your money. I would like, just like God, to have your hearts, to have your commitment, to have your investment in this fellowship when you're here. And then, um, Joseph said, and I'll just explain it. Every year we renew our membership. We do that for different reasons. We do that because we have a really high turnover. But we do also do it because we want to celebrate what God has been doing through the year. So I'll, we'll go through some of that pledge. And we will, I would want to encourage you to be praying, to be thinking about what do you want to share the second Sunday of December that the Lord has done in our midst. That we can see where our vestments is going to praise the Lord and we can see how He has been working. Now if you are not a member, or if you are a member now, but I have not heard your story. I have not heard how you came in faith. I have not heard how you believed. I have not heard how you walked with Jesus. I am going to insist that you tell me, Joseph, or Myers, Myers is not here. Why? Because that was also the vision why we had this. We want to know where you are in your walk with Jesus. So we can encourage you, and you can encourage us. And that we can participate in this fellowship together. So I want you to come to me and say, Hey, I want to tell you my story. You can also use, not use, but you can also do the Joseph or Marcus. <clears throat> so, we're actually asking you in, we're asking you in to love, service, and commitment to the local fellowship. And you can see here the pledge, that it has all the different parts. It has the parts of, <clears throat> I have read what we believe, and I believe that when I'm in love, I'm going to commit my time to be here. To encourage the body, to be encouraged, to tell about what God's doing in my life, uh, to also give, and to encourage, and also if you see somebody, and this is commitment, if you see somebody doing something they shouldn't, then in a loving way you will call them back. And that we all together 
have a mission to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. I have some questions for you. I had that question earlier also. But it's going to be a long So this is from Acts 20. In all things I have shown you that by working hard in this way you must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said to himself, it's more blessed to give than to receive. But I want to give you these I want to give you these questions to think about. And also another thing I would like to ask you is even though you cannot make it to my Bible study, please take these questions and take them seriously. Around your table, talk about them. Pray about them. Is, oh, is God generous and in, in what way? Think specifically into your life. Am I generous with my local church? Why or why not? Is money evil or is the way I steward money a form of worship? Why should I give? Or what should I give? And how and what can I worship God for in this past year and period? And just a little bit of an answer to the question, uh, question that was asked earlier. How much should I give? If you are bold, and of course you are, you sit down with your family and you pray. You ask God, God, you are the most generous God of all. And then you pray. What do you want us to give? Pray, pray, pray. Because I believe that as the Lord leads you, you would also be able to give that with a grateful heart and also in a form of worship. I'm going to be careful about the next part. Sometimes it's also just obedience. When I learned to give, I just gave because I, would, I had learned that. And then generosity molded me over time. What I would love for you guys is that, and it's, I, I've quoted some a few times, and it's the same thing that Paul says, I don't want your money. I want to see Jesus formed in you. And one of the things that he forms in us is generosity. And they're wanting to invest uh, locally, globally, to the ends of the earth. Why do we talk about giving? Because we see the gospel in giving. We see that when we were in darkness, rebellions, and greed, God in His generousness, He comes in to heal our grief, our brokenness, and our rebellion. And He sends His Son Jesus to die for our sins, so we can live freely for God in a generous way.
transforming us, changing us. Being changed more and more into his likeness is also trusting God that whatever he's given us is his. We will pray. We will serve. We will worship him with what we have. So that's my encouragement. That's my... That's my... Yeah, that's my encouragement that through your stewardship, you can worship who God is. Lord God, I just thank you. I thank you that you're the God who created all things. And, uh, and Lord God, I pray for myself. I pray for us here. Anybody listening later, I pray, Lord, that you are cultivating us a generous heart. And God, you will do that because you are so generous to us. Lord, I pray. Yeah, Lord, I pray for each of us that even as we're confronted with the money that's sometimes an idol and we trust in it way more than we should, that you will take that away from us and we will really trust you. We'll be bold enough to pray bold enough to pray also during our days like how can we bless people how can we encourage people how can we be a, a body where the, your light and your love is shined out and Lord we're just so thankful thankful that you've changed my heart and my mind that I have this desire that I know that I know the truth that it's better to give that to us so Lord we just so thankful, so humble that you made a way for us to have fellowship with you again through Jesus. Jesus, thank you for your obedience and your love that you made it possible for us through your life, death, and resurrection. The Holy Spirit, we thank you that you come to indwell us and you make this possible. Not in our own strength, but like we sing in a song because of what you've done, Jesus. <clears throat> so I pray, and I pray that you would do great things in and through us in this place. And our fellowship <coughs> through the city, through the end of the earth. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.